The first city to be annihilated by a nuclear bomb is now the host city for the G7 summit. So how will world leaders tackle the continuing nuclear threat? Details next, I'm Brick Holes and this is Ticker News. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park to the world, this is Ticker News. Hello, it's great to have your company. Also ahead, Ticker's US correspondent Ronica Dudo live from New York with the latest on why three FBI whistleblowers are testifying before Congress. But first, your top story. Leaders are meeting in Hiroshima for the G7 summit. It's the site of the world's first ever nuclear attack and remains a reminder of the risks that could be looming for some of the world's biggest democracies. The meeting comes as the US unveils a sweeping new sanctions list targeting Russia for its war in Ukraine. Around 70 Russian entities will be blacklisted under a crackdown on exports and commerce. A further 300 sanctions against individuals, entities, vessels and aircraft is also on the cards. Other G7 members are looking to put forward their own export controls as well. US President Joe Biden says the nation shares similar global and economic challenges. As you said back in January when you were at the White House, I think the quote is we face the most, the most complex environments in recent history, security environments. And I couldn't agree with you more. And I'm proud that the United States and Japan are facing it together. And, uh, you know, we stand up for the shared values, including supporting great people in Ukraine as they defend their sovereign territory and holding Russia accountable for its new aggression. Republicans and Democrats are caught up in a contentious exchange over FBI whistleblowers testifying before Congress. For more, let's bring in Ticker's U.S. Bureau Chief, Ronica Dudo, live from New York. Now, Ronica, what happened during today's hearing? Hey there, Britt. Well, fireworks up on Capitol Hill as lawmakers clash during the House Weaponization Subcommittee hearing. The FBI is again under a microscope after multiple whistleblowers accuse the agency of unfair treatment. Explosive testimony revealing employees had their security clearances revoked in retaliation for speaking out against the, quote, politicized rot. It's just the latest setback for the agency as Republicans accuse the Bureau of a partisan agenda. On Thursday, three FBI whistleblowers testified before the House panel. Here's some of their remarks. You may think I'm a political partisan. You may think I'm a grifter. You may think I'm a conspiracy theorist. It does not matter. Simply put, this committee should avoid te the temptation to impugn the character and the motivations of the messengers seated before you. The FBI suspended my security clearance accusing me of actually being disloyal to my country. This outrageous and insulting accusation is based on unsubstantiated accusations that I hold conspiratorial views regarding the events of January 6, 2021, and that I allegedly sympathize with criminal conduct. I do not. Throughout the hearing, there were many heated exchanges between Republicans and Democrats. Take a listen. The FBI has turned into the enforcement arm of the Democratic Party. They have created a Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. This hearing is a vehicle to legitimize the events of January 6th. Seems the only ones displaying mock outrage up here today are, in fact, the Democrats. 
No, so that, you're not sharing that, information the, the that you've obtained whistleblower, with well, the, the whistleblower was The whistleblower saw what you did with uh, Mr. Friend and others. Why does that not apply? Where is the whistleblower exception in the rules of Congress that says it's, that does not apply? It's the prerogative of the committee to decide. No, we it's have not. The, we have it's the rules of the have, House. We have the whistleblower testimony. The whistleblower does not wish that to be made. GOP House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan said his committee spoke with over two dozen FBI whistleblowers in compiling its report about the claims against the agency. The hearing comes just days after the scathing Durham report that detailed the FBI's failures. Britt? Veronica Judo, thank you for those updates. Sure. The Walt Disney Company scrapped plans for a new campus that would have brought thousands of employees to Florida. The entertainment giant was prepared to fork out nearly $1 billion for the campus. The plan would have seen about 2,000 employees relocate to a Disney-owned complex near Orlando. The head of Disney's theme park division blamed changing business conditions in an internal email to staff. The reversal comes amid an escalating feud between Disney and the state Republican-led government headed by Ron DeSantis. In a statement, DeSantis' office says given the company's financial straits, falling market cap and declining stock price, it is, quote, unsurprising that they would restructure their business operations and cancel unsuccessful ventures. Ukraine's deputy defence minister says Kyiv's forces had repealed day-long Russian attacks in Bakhmut, as both Kyiv and the Wagner mercenary group reported further Russian retreats around the embattled eastern city. Emma Jar reports. The Ukrainian military on Thursday released footage purporting to show its forces attacking and destroying Russian units near the eastern city of Bakhmut. Reuters has been unable to confirm the location or the date of the video, which was posted to social media by Ukraine's top commander. Both Kyiv and a Russian mercenary group reported further Russian retreats around the city. Kyiv says it has launched local advances as a prelude to an upcoming big counteroffensive that it hopes will turn the tide against Russia's 15-month-old invasion. Ukraine's military said troops had advanced in places by more than a mile, and Ukraine's deputy defense minister said that day-long Russian attacks in the city had been repelled. However, the commander of the Wagner paramilitary group leading the Russian assault on Bakhmut claimed his forces were still advancing on Thursday. But Yevgeny Prigozhin accused commanders of Russia's regular forces of abandoning ground north and south of the city, raising the risk of troops inside being encircled. Near the front line, Ukrainian troops said Russia was bombarding access roads to slow the advances, which has shifted the momentum after months of slow Russian gains. Andrei Kornyi commands an air defense division near the front line. The shelling is ongoing. You can see for yourself that it seems to have calmed down a bit. They are constantly working like this, constantly looking for something, somewhere. They are covering us with fire. Well, they work. It's obvious they're digging in, and they want to show us how strong they are. The Russian Defense Ministry has acknowledged some withdrawals from positions near Bakhmut over the past week, but denied Prigozhin's assertions that flanks are crumbling. A man driving a car has breached Vatican security, driving at high speed through a gate. The man, described as being about 40 years old and in an unstable state of mind, drove through St Anne's Gate. He did not get near the guest house on the other side of the Vatican City where Pope Francis lives. Vatican police fired a gun and hit the car. The man was arrested in the, in the courtyard and put in a cell in Vatican's small jail where he was examined by Vatican doctors. 
Rafa Nadal has delivered news that no tennis fan wanted to hear today. The King of Clay, Rafa Nadal, will miss the French Open after failing to regain full fitness from a hip injury suffered at the Australian Open back in January. The 14-time Roland Garros winner says he expects to retire following the 2024 season. Nadal has dominated the clay court season for close to two decades now. The 22-time Grand Slam champion fronted a widely anticipated presser at his tennis academy in Mallorca to drop the bombshell news. He says it's the right thing to do for his body and personal happiness too. It's the right thing to do for for my body and for my personal happiness. No? So uh, that's the thing. I don't want to put myself in a position to say one thing and then do another thing. But my, my goal or my, uh, my ambition is to, to try to to stop, to give myself uh, an opportunity to, to win. FIFA has unveiled its logo for the 2026 Men's World Cup. It's the first time an image of the trophy and the tournament have been shown on the logo of the event. FIFA is promising the tournament will be a game changer. The event will be co-hosted by the US, Canada and Mexico with a record number of teams expected to take part. I'm Brooke Holmes. It's been a pleasure to have your company. Don't go anywhere. There's more updates coming up in just a moment. You're watching Ticker News. You're watching Ticker News. More news is just minutes away.